What's up, magical human? Hey, if you're like me and you want to create a bigger impact on the world, why not share your knowledge and talents with others? Welcome to the podcast where I share marketing strategies, product creation tips, and real life stories of how women all over the world are using their knowledge and creativity to build a life and business they love on their terms. I'll share with you over a decade of knowledge and show you how you can take what you already know and do and package it into a digital product like a course, membership site, or digital download that sells globally. I'm Amy Jo, and you're listening to the Digital Magic Podcast. Well, hello there. Welcome back to day two. This is going to be an amazing day because we are talking not only about a little little recap from what we learned yesterday, which was all about setting our vision, setting our intention, setting our goals. What do we actually want to do? Who do we actually want to help? But now we're going to be talking about how do we get in front of these people? How do we attract people to us? How do we look like we know what we're doing and we know what we're talking about? How do we feel confident doing that so that people feel comfortable paying us and giving us, you know, giving us some money because that's what we want to do, right? And so today is all about talking about attracting your customer to you. And you may be feeling like, oh man, I have to get all over social media. I have to really get out of my box, out of my comfort zone. So I want to share, <laughs> I want to share a story with you that may make you feel a little bit better because as they say, we all start somewhere. We all start at the bottom. We all start at the beginning. Actually, I want to share two stories. I'm going to share one which is about Russell Brunson. If you guys know, I really love him and I love, you know, learning from him and just, I've learned a ton, but something that I've been watching over the last few years, I think I discovered him. I don't know. It's been probably at least five years. It's been a long time. Um, but when I was newly a mom, so I had just had my son and all I was focused on, like as my son slept was building my business. I was like, gotta build, gotta build, gotta build, gotta build. And so I took a challenge from Russell. Um, he had a one funnel away challenge. If anyone else has taken that, whoop, whoop. it was so fun. I learned all about sales funnels and it was just super cool. But like I said, I've been following him for a long, long time. And so I've heard a lot of his story about, you know, the potato gun and how he got started and how literally, you know, starting from nothing and just how, who he has learned from Dan Kennedy. Dan Kennedy is kind of the OG in the marketing world, um, specifically like direct response marketing, which is really cool. And Russell learned everything from him. So for years and years and years, he followed Dan Kennedy He and Russell grew and he built his business. And now ClickFunnels is, is his business. And it's like 150 or $200 million company, which is amazing. But what I think is even more amazing is he's learning. He's, you know, he learned from Dan Kennedy how to attract people to him, how to attract his dream customer. And he's built this amazing empire. But now if you guys are following him, he actually just bought Magnetic Marketing, which is Dan Kennedy's company. So like Russell Brunson, this guy that he has been following, Dan Kennedy, he bought his company. It's just the coolest thing. It's something that I just think is amazing on so many different levels. But goodness, I just think it's the coolest thing. So I wanted to share that with you because I want you to sit on that for a second. Like someone who, 
you know, came into, like, he loves marketing. I'm talking about Russell. He loves marketing. He has always loved marketing. He thought it was fascinating. But going from a place of having zero dollars, he almost had to shut down, you know, one of his companies. There's a whole, multiple stories, of course. But going from that to building a multi-hundred million dollar company now, but then also purchasing the company of his mentor. I just, I don't know. My mind is still wrapping my head around it. I just think it's literally the coolest thing. But it all comes back to attracting your dream customer. Because if you do not know how to do that, if Russell didn't know how to do that, he would not have a company, right? If we don't understand as marketers, which is what you need to be if you're starting to sell online, if we do not understand how to get in front of the right people, or how to be, you know, that attractive character, if you will, to attract people into your business, into what you're selling, you're never going to sell anything, right? We have to figure out what words to use, you know, how to get in front of our people, how to attract them to us. So anyways, all of that to say, uh, that was one of the stories I was going to share to you. The second one is, you know, if you heard me mention before, you may feel kind of out of your box, especially going through these 11 days, it may feel kind of weird. And, you know, I don't know, some of the homework that you may be asked to do or some of the steps may feel like, oh man, I'm getting out of my comfort zone. Am I ready for this? I don't know. How do I attract people to me? No one ever listens to me when I talk about my goals. What's up with that? If that is how you are feeling, I totally understand. When I first started my business, I got a lot of the, you know, the little like side eye thing, like, wait, what are you doing? What? What's going on? (laughs) No one in my immediate family really is an entrepreneur. If you know, you know, my story, my husband's family, he's from entrepreneurs, but my side, no, we are very nine to five, you know, retire at 65, that, that sort of deal. Go to college, get one job, stay there till you're 65 and retire, right? And so coming into an entrepreneurial space, I, I had to learn everything, literally everything. Because like we said, if you don't know how to attract people to you, you're not going to make a dollar. So that's what we're learning today. And so when I first started, everybody and their brother was doing webinars. I'm like, I need to do a webinar. Everybody else is doing it. So I figured out, quote unquote, figured out how to do a webinar, which means I went live on YouTube <laughs> and I sent people the link and I, you know, that was my webinar. That's how I figured out how to do it for myself at that time. And I had everything planned. I had slides. I was excited. I was, you know, I sent out the link to my little email list of like 200 people and did the whole presentation. And at the end, I just caved. (laughs) I didn't sell anything. I signed off. I was like, okay, that's all I have to teach you today. Goodbye. And I curled up in a little ball. It was so scary. I was sweating just like everything, everything, but I did it. And so the purpose of that story is to say things may be scary. It may feel like you're getting outside of your comfort zone, which is good. That's how we learn. That's how we grow, right? But I want you to show up anyway, even if it feels scary, even if you, you know, get out there and nobody responds, nobody, you know, you get no interaction on a social media post or no one listens to your podcast or whatever it is, you know, still continue to show up and continue to do it. And literally, I know this is cheesy. But watch the magic happen when you continually show up, get in front of people, take those risks, say yes to things that scare you. That's, I don't know what it is. It must be like an adrenaline thing for me because I say yes to things that scare me a lot and it always ends up beautiful in some way. I either learn, I grow, 
I, you know, whatever. But saying yes to things that scare you, I think it's super important. So I'm going to get off my soap, my, my little box. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Again, it's all about attracting your dream customer to you. Enjoy. Um, but we're talking all about storytelling and the power of storytelling in building a brand. One, that a brand that you love, but a brand that really speaks to your audience and um, your ideal buyers and all of these juicy, awesome people, right? Um, storytelling is really an essential. And if you can master it and do it right, it makes building your business so much easier. It makes sharing your message so much easier and it becomes fun because you get to, you know, tell all these stories of your life. People are emotional and deep level is awesome. That's kind of the name of the game, right? The last thing that we want to do is build a business that we don't like, build a business that's not exciting, not fun, where we're just like, oh, I have to talk about this again, right? That's the last thing we want to do. So hopefully, you know, today all about storytelling as we start really getting into the meat of this training. Storytelling is your favorite. Yay! Um, As we get, you know, down to the meat and potatoes of this training, you'll get really like lit up and excited. And as soon as we sign off, you'll go and you'll share a story. That's going to be the goal. (laughs) I think that would be super cool. So as you are hopping on, hey guys, thanks for hanging out. Just leave me a little hey, hey in the chat. Um, Any questions or thoughts or comments or anything, just hop over there in the chat and we will just chat throughout the day. Tell a girl, hey girl, hey guy, what's up? What's up guys? Thanks for hanging out. Um, Okay. Just a little recap from yesterday from day one. Day one was so much fun. Um, Gosh, day one was so good. It was all about, you know, just getting really attached to your why, why you do what you do, why you're building this business. Um, You know, who are you building it for? Who's getting affected by this? It's never just us. It's about, you know, all these other people. It's about our clients, our potential clients. It's about our families, just everything. So I loved, you know, even reading back through all of the comments, Oh, from yesterday, it was just super awesome, super exciting, and just gave me all the warm and fuzzy. So I'm glad to be doing this again. This is going to be awesome. Okay. Hi. Thanks for hopping in. Here we go. Down to storytelling. And let me know in the chat if you have incorporated this into your life and business yet, or if you're thinking about it as far as storytelling. But I mean, storytelling is how it sounds. It's sharing your stories. <laughs> um, but really when we get down to it, there's so many, you know, factors that go into telling a great story. Hey, magical human. Hey, 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 Stephanie. <laughs> hey, I have my mug right here. Bing, bing. Guys, Stephanie made this for me. <laughs> Look at it. Look how cute. Gosh, this is just the coolest thing. Oh, and it has my name on the back. Okay. I digress. I love that though. It's like my favorite thing. Okay. So when we get into storytelling and really becoming great storytellers and building our brand and building, you know, this foundation of our business that not only speaks our soul, but really helps us connect to other people of the world and the people that we desire to work with our, you know, ideal clients, our ideal people, becoming a great storyteller is going to make it that much that much easier for you guys, for all of us. Um, because not only, you know, does it help people know us begin to like form that connection with us, but it helps us connect to our ideal people on an emotional level, which is huge. And when you can do that and you do it correctly and you do it in a real authentic 
awesome, fabulous way, which we will get into all of this. But when you do that, again, it makes it that much easier to build your brand and get people who like really want to hear from you, really want to learn from you. And they're just like raving people, right? <laughs> so it's a win-win all around. So, okay. The beauty of storytelling in itself is it builds relationships. Again, we just talked about this. So it builds relationships. It builds that rapport. It helps people feel connected to, to you. It helps them feel like they can trust you and it helps them feel like you get them. Not just like you surface level get them. We talked all about the surface level yesterday and day one, but you get them on an emotional deeper level because people don't buy products just to go, oh, buy this thing. Well, sometimes they do. You know, Amazon, Amazon gets me every time y'all. <laughs> but you know, when we're really investing for, you know, our health, our life, our business, whatever, we're buying emotionally. Like we have pain or discomfort or something that we want fixed ASAP, right? We don't want to purchase a program or purchase this or that and have results in like 52 years. We want them quickly. Like America, people, humans now are all about instant gratification, right? <laughs> so anyways, having that story and having that emotional connection helps you build that rapport faster and better. And when you do that, people begin to believe in you and what you're saying in your products and everything. Um, and you start developing that emotional connection because people are emotional buyers. That's just what it is. We buy from emotion. We buy either because we're trying to solve a pain or, you know, get some sort of pleasure out of whatever we are buying. Right. And so tapping into that emotion via our stories, which we're going to get all into is essential. It is crucial and it's fun. So don't be intimidated by this. I think it's super fun. And I will tell you that for me, you know, coming into this 2015, for me, I was like, I got to talk about this. I got to talk about that. I have to have a hundred million stories, a new one every single day, and it can really lead you on a quick path to burnout. So we're going to avoid that, avoid the overwhelm, avoid the burnout um, with what we're going to go through today. So if that's you, like just take a deep breath with me and we shall move forward together. <laughs> um, so anyways, we're all about, you know, storytelling, all about connecting on that emotional deeper level with our people so that you can position yourself as an expert. And, um, you know, the better, again, the better you get at telling your story and really tapping into that emotion, the easier it is for people to connect with you to, for people to understand and feel that you get them on that emotional level because we're emotional buyers, right? I could say that a million times. It's important. Write it down. <laughs> um, but when people feel like you really get them and you understand that's where the magic happens on all levels, on the buying level, on the personal level. And then it gets them talking about you because once you get to that level where people understand and they get you and they feel gotten by you, like understood by you is a better way to say it. When they feel that you're in their mind regularly. And I know from people that I follow, there's people that I can be like, you know, throughout the day, if I'm having you know, I'm having a rough mindset day. I'm like, I need to go to this person's podcast. And I talk about people to other people. And so it's because I feel like they understand me and they, you know, we have that emotional connection, even though we've never met in person, right? It's the power of storytelling. Um, but again, as we're talking about like building your brand and building that awareness, you being a really great storyteller helps other people feel connected, but helps them want to spread your message too. And you know, how often have you been sitting at a coffee shop or, you know, talking with a buddy on the phone? Do people still talk on the phone? Do we do that? <laughs> Texting with someone on the phone, whatever. 
and saying like, oh, have you heard about blah, 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 and you write a little bit about their story, right? This happens all the time. And so, um, so common thoughts that typically come up when we start getting into storytelling, we start talking about this, common thoughts that start coming up are, you know, well, I don't know if I have any stories to share. They're not super exciting. People are going to think I'm boring. What am I going to say? She's already sharing a story that sounds kind of like mine. I don't want to, you know, I don't just let her do that and like have the, mo <laughs> have the moment. Um, but all of these start, thoughts start going through our head. It's all mindset stuff, guys. It's all mindset stuff. This is why I'm so big on mindset and having things in place. Um, you know, mindset strategies, people to turn to, things like that. Um, it's so important because it doesn't matter where you are on your entrepreneurial path. It doesn't matter. Hi guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, but it doesn't matter where you are on, on this journey and on this path. You could be just starting out. You could be five years in, you could be 20 years in that mindset muscle. It's just like going to the gym. It's just like working out. You build it, you build it, you build it, and you continue to build it. It never stops. Um, so always, on, you know, growing that, that mental mindset muscle. Um, so if thoughts like this start coming up where, where maybe you feel like, oh, should I share the story? I don't know if it's even interesting. Like if you have an urge to share it, there's a reason. This is what I believe. Might be a little woo woo, but <laughs> this is what I believe. Okay. If you have an urge to share a story and I'm a very sensitive person, I'm very, I'm a, crazy empath, <laughs> like I'm very empathy and very sensitive. And so when I have like this urge, like this gut poke, um, one of my favorite stories, which I'll, I'll share, I think I have two, I'll share two different stories. So you guys can like feel the oomph behind it. But, um, one of my favorite stories about this like intuitive nudge that I, that I had and it completely changed my life. And this is why I'm here. So I'll talk about that in a minute. But I fully believe that when you have that poke, when you have that nudge, when you have that little like you know, sharing that story, dude, what are you doing? Then you need to do it and you need to follow that. And it might not make sense right now. It might not make sense tomorrow or next week, but down the road, it's going to make sense. And I remember I was doing a, um, I was doing a speaking event. This was like, gosh, when was it? I don't know like two or three years ago, I was doing a speaking event for a bunch of women um, about starting your own business and, you know, all this mindset stuff that happens. And I, quite frankly, guys, I didn't feel like it was my best gig. <laughs> I didn't. I went and, you know, I carried on whatever, but I wasn't too, like, impressed with how I did or anything like that. Two years later, two years, I get an inbox message from someone who was at that speaking event saying that I gave her the nudge that she needed to start her business. And I'm just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because in that moment, in that moment of doing that speaking gig, if you want to call it, it was a room of like maybe 50 women or so in that moment after that, I was just like, well, I'm not, we're talking about that. Like that didn't go well. And I didn't talk about it. And then two years later, I get an inbox message, um, from someone who was at that speaking gig, spe speaking gig, speaking gig two years prior. And she's running an awesome business now. And gosh, it was just like the biggest aha. And, um, I think that happened like last year or earlier this year. I don't even remember when that was, I think it was late last year that I got that inbox, but I just like the power 
of the thing. So, um, you know, for, for you, it's again, really easy for us to be like, should I share this story? Like who even needs to hear it? That didn't go well. That's kind of embarrassing. Should I, you know, should I say this or that people love stuff like that? And you know, some of my most vulnerable posts that I share or stories are just like weird things that happen are the ones that get the most traction because people relate to them and they get it. You know, you don't have to have the story that is like, I jumped off a bridge and then I found my laptop in my backpack and while I was floating down the river, I typed this thing up and here I am. Like it doesn't have to be this insanely crazy story for you to feel like that's how you get some traction. All you need to do is talk to yourself a couple years ago. What do you need to hear? Where were you? You know, where have you been? So we'll get into that in just a minute. But um, I just wanted to say that. So for those of you who are feeling kind of like that when you hear, you know, storytelling or like that phrase or word or, you know, tell your story and you're just like, I don't even know what my story is or it's boring. Like, who cares? Um, you know, I, I hear that all the time. And I just want you to mindset yourself. We're going to call it that. We're going to mindset ourselves today. <laughs> and we're going to reframe that into I have a story to share. And whoever needs to hear it is going to hear it. That's what I believe. So, you know, as we're talking about following that intuitive poke, that intuitive nudge, like, I don't know who needs to hear it, but I'm putting it out there anyways. As we, you know, kind of follow this and we continually say that to ourselves, it makes it that much easier. And, you know, if you guys were on yesterday during night one, um, oh, snap, what was my train of thought? <laughs> night one, we talked about, you know, putting ourselves out there, getting vulner vulnerable, getting connected to our why, sharing, you know, sharing pieces about us. And it's just, it's super important, these stories. Um, and so, again, like, it doesn't have to be, like, the most crazy story you have ever heard. And I know some of you are on this, watching this, or watching the replay of this, being like, well, I was on this, web like you're thinking of this webinar that you may have been on where this person was like dirt poor, had like, you know, rags to riches story. And you're thinking like, well, I don't have that. Like, I don't have that rags to riches story. Like, who's even going to be interested? Like, I just have like a story where I went from here to here. That is powerful in itself because what you're doing, what you're doing right now, what you're selling, the products, the services, like whatever it is that you are putting out there, creating in the world, you're doing it because you've been someplace where either it was needed or you needed it or, you know, you went through this transformation and you got to where you are and you want to help people here. That is magic in itself. Okay. So I want you to remember that, 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 that in itself is like, that's the beauty of it. That's the magic. That's like where the magic happens. I say that all the time, but it is what it is. <laughs> so um, another one that comes up, I'm kind of going through my my common thoughts that come up for people when they hear storytelling. So another thought that comes up with people is who am I to talk about XYZ? Um, and I just saw uh, someone's status about this today who um, she and I just I just love her. But um, anyways, she posted, I didn't even like see the original post, but it was a post talking about like her accomplishments and she had deleted it and she deleted it and put up a different post. And she was like, oh, you know, I deleted it because I felt weird about it. And, da, da, da. and it's really easy for us to feel like that kind of like imposter syndrome, especially when we're starting out because we feel like, do I know enough? 
who am I to be doing this? Like, I don't have this crazy pants story or I haven't made like a bajillion dollars. Like, who am I to be doing this thing? You are exactly where you need to be, first off. Second off, you're, you know, where you are typically, typically, not always, but typically where you are is you're helping someone who is a couple years behind you. Um, or who, you know, is over here and you've gone through this transformation to get here where they want to be and you can help them in that way. And so reminding yourself of that, like you don't have to be the expert. You don't have to be this huge like guru person in order to make the changes that you want to make in this world and, you know, to take other people on this transformative journey. Okay. You don't, you don't have to be this like, I don't want to say Oprah because Oprah's the man, like she's cool. Um, but you don't have to be like that big all the time or feel that, you know, it's really easy for us to be like, well, I'm not this big. I'm not here. So who am I to do anything? And so I want you to, again, we're going to mindset that we're going to reframe it. And we're going to say, I have a message to share. People need to hear my story. And so whatever affirmations, action step, write this down. Whatever affirmations you need to hear, write them down right now. Put them on sticky notes, stick them all over the house. Um, one of my, <laughs> when we were at our old house, um, at our rental house, I had these hot pink sticky notes all over the house and they were affirmations. They were motivating things. They were, you know, saying what our next house is going to be like. So I had sticky notes like on the windows, like our next house has crazy, awesome, natural light. And, um, I would put like on the, like literally they were all over the house. They were on the fridge. They were in cupboards. Like, you know, I'm really big on having things like that in front of your face all the time, because the more you do that, the more the things are, you know, smacking you in front of the face all the time. It's really, it, it trains your brain into thinking in that way, continually, repetitively over and over. And so if this is something that you struggle with is like, you know, who, who would even think about, you know, wanting to hear my story or who cares or, you know, other people are doing what I'm doing. Um, you know, they're not, they may be doing something similar. Um, they may be like, there's other people out there doing what I'm doing. There's other people out there doing what probably all of you guys are doing, but they're not doing it in the way that you could do it. They're not doing it in the way that I'm doing it. They don't deal with like my weirdo energy <laughs> and like the things that come out of my mouth that just, I don't even know what comes out of my mouth half the time. You know, they do it in their way and I do it in my way. And the people who are meant for them will go that way and the people who are meant for me will come this way. And that's just the way that it is. And there's billions, billions with a B, billions of people on the planet. And so for us to sit there and be like, you know, she's doing it. That's for her. It's not for me. Mm -mm. It's for you too. It's for everybody. Like, that's what I believe. There's so many people on the planet. You know, it's, it's, it's silly to think that, you know, everybody would just go this way with that one person you know? So get out there, share your story, get connected with your story, all of these things. Okay. How are we doing? We feeling it? We feeling it? Doing good? Okay. Good. Let's see. Okay. On to page two. <laughs> oh, you guys, my notes, so important. Old school. Okay. Here we go. So when we go into talking about like how many stories do I actually need to share? I feel like I, okay. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? Sorry, lipstick on my teeth. This is funny. This is real life, my friends. Okay, here we go. 
how many stories should we be sharing? How many stories? And um, if you're familiar with like uh, Brendan Bruchard, he is super inspiring, super motivating, super cool dude. If you follow him, um, but he did this amazing talk on um, basically like the power of storytelling. How many stories do we need to be telling? So, you know, right when we hopped on here, we were, you know, talking about uh, do I like how I felt in 2015? I felt that I needed a new, crazy, awesome story every single day. And if I didn't have a new story, what am I going to do? You know, I can't repeat that story or this story. Like they've already heard it. I have to think of something totally new and sparkly and crazy. And it's not like that at all. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually kind of the opposite. So if you think of social media, it's a constant feed, right? And so, Whatever people are posting, you know, if you're posting once on like your Facebook page every week, your people aren't seeing it. There's just so many posts happening over and over and over again. And so, you know, for you to feel like you have to have a new story for every day, it's it's going to lead you to burnout because that's just crazy. It's going to be like a brain power overload, right? Um, but, you know, if you have three or four main key stories that you can share, you know, on podcasts, people get to know those stories and people get to know you through those stories. And so, um, you know, if you can think of people that you follow now, what are their key stories that you hear them talking about over and over? Like, you're probably not sick of them, right? A lot of people think like, well, if I keep telling the story over and over, people are going to get sick of them. And what are they going to think? And all of these things. And it's not like that at all. Like you can um, have three or four main stories that you share over and over, whether it's on podcasts, on blog posts, thank you, um, you know, guest blogging on social media, and it's not like copy paste, copy paste, you know, um, but it's it's sharing like the juice of the story with different emotions attached. So let me give you kind of an example um, of <laughs> some of my stories. Oh goodness me! So I I do feel like I have a lot just because I like talking. If you couldn't tell, I talk probably too much. Um, but one of my favorite stories that you may have heard on the podcast and on other people's podcasts, because I tell it quite a bit, is in 2013. And so in 2012, I was doing the cubicle thing. I had a job in marketing at a local community college. And long story short, like it's a it's on my podcast right now, the Digital Magic podcast. You can hear like the story. Um, but long story short, so uh, 2012, I was in the cubicle. I was looking out the window, like watching the deer literally like hop by the window. <laughs> and, um, about a year or a year and a half after that, it was like 2013. I said, I'm going to start my own business. And I <laughs> quit my job and I told myself I was going to start my own business and I didn't make a penny. And the didn't make a penny, I think is so funny right now totally wasn't funny at the time, cried a lot, <laughs> but I didn't make a penny because I didn't, I was so stuck in the fear mindset. Like, what are people going to think? Who's going to judge me? What are they going to say? I don't even want to talk about this on social media because people on social media are mean and you know, all of these mindset things. Let me know in the comments if any of those sounds relatable to you. If, if you know, you've, you felt like, you know, who, you know, felt like you were going to be judged or something for sharing what you're doing. But I was totally in fear, fear-based mindset for 2013. And so at the end of 2013, um, I tried, I, I, when, when I say tried, I like piddled, 
pedaled around, kind of drug my feet, and you know, was like, I'm starting my own business, this is what I'm gonna do, and didn't make a penny, and ended up getting a sales job. And my sales job was the most soul-sucking job. Ugh. <laughs> so bad. It was, I just, mm, no. But I did learn a lot, which is good. But ironically, I sold memberships. <laughs> but the, I just, it was not great. It was terrible um, in 2014. So into 2013, into 2014, uh, Caleb and I got married and I was just a grumpy newlywed. I was so grumpy. And because I was in the sales job and I would come home, I'm just like, I'm a failure. I tried to run my own business and it didn't work. And who am I? I'm just going to be stuck doing this all the time, working for other people. And you know, all of these things, I remember like the back of my hand, all these emotions that happened and came up for me like in that time. So we got married. Yay. We went on our honeymoon. Woo -woo. And then I went back to the sales job and it was just, oh guys, I can't even tell But I remember nights of that where I would be, you know, just crying to my husband, just, you know, and texting him throughout the day, like, I'm going to die. This is just terrible. I'm miserable. Um, I just, it was awful. And so June of 20, June 1st, 2015, I said no more. And my husband was like, just quit, just quit. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? And you, prior to that, I was getting my coaching certification. And so I'm like, well, I could be a coach and, you know, help people. And cause all I want to do is help people. That's all I want to do. That's probably like a lot of you guys, like all we want to do is help people. Right. And so I'm like, I'm just going to help people. I'm going to quit my job. And so June 1st, I, you know, did my two weeks. June 1st was my last day. And I quit. And I'm just like, woohoo, this is the best. I'm going to start my own business again. And three days later, total panic meltdown, panic attack, almost mailed, emailed my boss back being like, my bad, just kidding, take me back. <laughs> like, I was so scared that I was going to, you know, fail again and end up the same way that I had in 2013. And it was super scary there. I really didn't have a plan B. So wouldn't really recommend like it was super stressful um but you know all of that i can put myself in that place i can put myself there i can put myself in those shoes and those stories like a lot of people you know listening to this probably bits and pieces of, of those like different nuggets of it you may resonate with and so the power of storytelling like you understand like i get it so the people that i talk to through that story is like the people who are in that place where they're just they don't want to be there they don't want other people controlling their life they don't want to have to ask for vacation days they don't want to have to ask for time you know to get married or like plan their marriage around their vacation days you know things like that and I know those feelings. I know what it's like. So anyways, all of that to say like the power of storytelling is essential. Like, you know, me saying that on podcasts and blog posts, it helps people understand like, I know where you are. Like I've been there. I get it. And here's the path that I've taken. Maybe you would like that too. And you know, here's resources that can help you like they've helped me. And so anyways, all of that to say been there. So when it, when it comes to sharing your stories, like the most powerful ones are the ones where you put yourself in their shoes and you share, you know, I've been there. I feel you. I get you. I totally understand. I have felt like that too. This is what my, my life looked like then. And again, it doesn't have to be like, you know, it doesn't have to be that huge rags to riches story. You know, it doesn't have to be this huge thing. It could be emotional. It could be physical. It could just be you talking about, you know, that cubicle life. You know, that's like, I could be like, yeah, I worked in a cubicle and then I didn't. <laughs> that's not super exciting. But when I talk about the emotions behind it, people connect with emotion. 
And so when I'm talking about those emotions, again, like that's, that's what helps people like you can visually see me like looking at the deer, right? Looking at the deer at the window as they hop by that's storytelling, that's creating visuals, that's creating like these sensory experiences for your audience to, um, you know, just, just feel into and like put themselves in and like, man, she gets it. Like she's, she's been where I am now. How can she help me? Um, so it helps them take that next step with you. So what, so going back to like the power of storytelling, what do you want to share? Your been there stories. Um, what can your ideal audience relate to? Who are you talking to? That's a big one, which we're going to cover all of these like throughout the 12 days, but you obviously want to know like exactly who you're talking to so that your storytelling stories and the ones that you start to share, um, you know, really relate to them and talk about whatever pain or discomfort that they are currently feeling. So that's important as far as knowing who you're talking to. Um, and sometimes you need to reverse engineer things. So, um, what, what that would kind of look like is when you start to reverse engineer, you start at what result they want. So they want either what you're doing, where you are, how you're feeling. They want whatever result that you're putting out there. Um, and how, how have you gotten those results yourself? So a couple years ago, where were you? Where are you now? And connect the dots. Like typically there's going to be, you know, pieces and nuggets like throughout your journey, throughout your story ironic throughout your story of stories that you want to share um or you know pivotal turning points so you know that cubicle life that was a pivotal turning point 2013 of like i quit my job i didn't make a penny that was a big deal um <laughs> i just think it's really funny now it wasn't funny at the time you guys but you know um after we started so like late 2015 after starting like i still remember Ugh, laying on my husband's lap, just bawling, being like, like, what am I doing? Am I doing this? Like, how is this happening? What if I fail again? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And I remember, you know, just the, like feeling like the weight of everything was on my shoulders. Like, I don't want to fail again. I don't want to look stupid. I don't want people to be like, oh, there she goes again with her cute little thing. Like, what is she doing? And all of the, it's all mindset stuff. But, you know, these stories of the mindset stuff, are big like people connect with them people relate with them it's you know it's a big deal so um you know going over the milestones that you've gone through um those are really big and what were things that were hard for you so emotionally what were things that were hard for you physically what was hard for you um where did you get kind of like hung up and how did you navigate through that there's you know there's so many different ways that you can tell your story or you know, your three to four stories or whatever, but you want to do it in a way that feels really good to you in a way that feels like, like, you know, gosh, how, how do I put this without crying? <laughs> Guys, I'm so emotional. I don't even know. Um, but sharing your story again, feeling like those nudges and sometimes you have to get like really quiet and sit there before you like put out a post or an email or whatever. That's what I do. I just get there and I just kind of sit and just like feel into what, what like hits am I getting? So, um, I know that sounds like crazy, but that's just what I do. Um, because I, again, fully feel like whatever, and it happens every time. Like when I go with that gut instinct, when I go with like, I feel like someone needs to hear this. I'm going to put it out there. Here we go. When I go with that, I always get inboxes and DMS and comments of, you don't know how much I needed to hear that. And I'm just like, well, even if it's one person, my job here is done. You know? Um, I don't know. It's just a really gratifying thing. So, 
So without making this training like three years long, <laughs> easy ways to share your story. That's the last thing that we're going to talk about as far as storytelling. Easy ways to share. There's so many. Of course, everyone's on social media. If you're watching this, you're on social media probably. Um, but outside of that, sharing your story on people's podcasts, doing Facebook lives, doing Instagram lives, find one platform that you can commit to being consistent on regularly. So whether that means like weekly, um, ideally weekly, but I think that would be super cool. Start your own Facebook group, um, practice telling your story just in your phone, like put up a video, start talking, you know, like video record yourself, um, but start talking to yourself. And the more you do it, the more you start sharing your story. I remember the first time I shared it, it was just like word vomit. It was just like, as soon as I started talking about that time, so about 2013 or about June 1st, when I was like, woohoo, I quit. And then I had a total panic attack, <laughs> like talking about those stories. I just sat there and I just like put myself back in those shoes and it became so easy to just get into that emotion again because I've been there. Um, and so whoever you're talking to or talking, yeah, talking to, talking out, whatever, um, that's where they are and they need to hear you. They, they don't need to hear Sally Sue over here. They need to hear it from you because the way that you share your story, the way that you tell it, the emotion, the, you know, quirky things or like whatever that you do, the way that you do it is so you. And so people need to hear you. So, um, you know, again, do the sticky note exercise. I'm still, I have two sticky notes on my screen right now. I have, look at this guys. Ooh, all these sticky notes. <laughs> I love sticky notes. Um, but whatever it is, like put stuff in front of your face so that you're constantly reminding yourself that people need to hear your story and they need to hear it now. They need to see your work. They need to see your products. They need to see you. And, you know, we're not, doing ourselves or anybody else any favors by staying hidden. Okay. So those are my two cents, but, um, easy ways to share your stories, get on podcasts, get on blogs, get on guest blogs. So be a guest blogger for other people's blogs, hit other audiences like that. Um, do joint ventures, which we're going to talk even more in depth about these on a different day, um, within the 12 days. So we'll get like really deep into this stuff. But, um, if I give you guys an action step, will you do it? This is your action step. I'm given a couple already. So this is your next action step is share a piece of your story. Whether that means share it in the comments here, share it on your profile, share it in a video, do something tonight, as soon as you're done watching this live, to share a piece of your story. Because that's where it all starts. Get comfortable talking about yourself. Get comfortable sharing um, bits and pieces about you. And that is what's going to start rolling the ball. Okay? Sound good? Oh, you guys. This is so fun. Okay, so I'm going to, again, go, oh, guys, I have to tell you about the prize. Ah! Okay, so the prize for today is from Jen Robbins. It's worth $199. It is drum roll. You guys hear that? I don't know. <laughs> so the prize for today 
is an SOS strategy session for your copywriting. So if you have a website, if you have an email, if you have um, sales copy or anything that you need a little help with, like if you can't get the wording right or you need help with your hooks, so that you know big headliner that is really going to help bring people into your offers and into your websites and things like that, um, she, is your gal. So that is what we're giving away today. It's worth 199 bucks. It's the SOS session. So what we're going to do again, if you're watching the replay, do hashtag replay. Um, and then we at 9 PM, I will tag the winner and I will get you guys connected so that you can claim your strategy session. It's worth 199 bucks. So exciting. <laughs> so exciting. Let me know if you're excited. Give me some hearts or likes or whatever. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go through some of these comments. Naturally, it's not loading all of them. I'm a mom life buyer. <laughs> I needed that. Hey. Oh, you feel it all the time. Girl, I ramble all the time, Stormy. Me too. <laughs> Oh, you guys are awesome. I love reading through these comments. Uh, it's totally a gift. Yes, it's totally a gift to share your story. Like the fact that you have a voice, the fact that you can type, the fact that you can text is totally a gift. Like there's people out there that will never be able to share their story and it's super sad. And I know, you know, gosh, you guys, I know that on, you know, on God, Goodness gracious, this is going to sound kind of morbid, but it is what it is. But on our last day, when we take our last breath, we're going to be sitting there. We're going to think of all the things that we didn't do and all the things that we had wished that we'd done. And part of that, as silly as it sounds, comes with sharing our story because doing this can change everything. Staying silent keeps you the same. Staying silent keeps you in a place of not moving forward or in a place of um, you know, just staying where you are, staying stuck. And so the more comfortable you get talking and sharing and, you know, re really tapping into that emotion. So the emotional storytelling, the better it's going to be. Things are going to move. Things are going to, you know, start moving you in the right direction. I'm telling you, when I started doing it myself, literally things started to change. So I went from sharing posts of like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. I love bring coaching blah, 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 to being like, tapping into that emotion, sharing emotional, you know, connection worthy stories. That is where the magic happens. Okay. If it helps at least one person, then it's a must for show. It's a gift. Love it. Your audience doesn't realize how much time has passed, but they remember the story for sure. So, um, that's, you know, as far as, um, Man, yeah, when we were talking about the the two-year gap between the speaking engagement, it's so crazy. You know, I thought it was terrible. <laughs> I was not impressed at all with the way that I spoke. And, you know, for two years later, for her to, one, remember me, two, remember my name, three, to remember, like, what I talked about, goodness, crazy, super cool. Imposter syndrome is the worst. Oh, for sure. Every person has a unique touch. D, 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 D. 
You guys are awesome. Repurposing. Yes. So repurposing, repurposing your content. So that is basically like sharing posts that you've shared, sharing blog posts that you've shared, um, you know, having a story that goes out on multiple platforms and then continually sharing that for like years to come. Repurposing. You don't have to make something brand new every single day. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Getting on social media is totally a, a different it's different life. <laughs> it's a big confidence shift for sure. Oh man. I'm scared of the stories. Okay. That is a great comment. So, um, Stormy says I'm, we control, we control our life. We control everything that we put out there. Right? So what that means is you share what you're comfortable with sharing when you are comfortable with sharing it. So, you know, right now, if you're sitting and you're just like, Ooh, don't want to share that. That's too much. It's too vulnerable. I'm not ready. Don't do it. Um, you know, you share things that feel good to you and you share them in a way that feels good to you. The last thing you want to do is put yourself in a situation like a negative vulnerable situation, if that makes sense, um, where you're scared, where you feel not safe sharing certain things. Um, and so, you know, whether that means sharing only bits and pieces or sharing, you know, things that you're inspired to share, sharing inspiring stories versus, you know, some of the harder ones, especially just starting out um, until you get, you know, maybe you have a Facebook group where you're really comfortable with the people in there. Um, but it's all about comfort for sure. That's my two cents. You're totally on the right track. That's awesome. You guys got to get over the stage fright. <gasps> doo, doo, doo. So stage fright's a funny thing. Um, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us, I'm saying this because I've done this. So saying it because I've done it. But a lot of us feel like, um, you know, the stage fright, like, well, when I get confident, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. When I get confident, this is going to happen. When I get more confident, then I'll do Facebook lives. And it's really funny because we'll say that, you know, and I'm totally guilty of this as far as like the YouTube thing. I think YouTube's going to be my 2020 thing. Don't quote me because I'm not committing to it yet. <laughs> um, but the stage fright thing comes by doing. And so that's why, you know, taking baby steps, record yourself on your phone, do like a 30 second thing, then a one minute thing, then a five minute thing, work up to it, um, getting comfortable on your phone. And for me, I feel more comfortable going live in a group like this where we're all on the same page here. We're all super excited. We're nice people <laughs> versus um, out in the world or on my personal Facebook page or even sometimes on my Facebook business page. I just feel more comfortable going live in groups like this. Um, so maybe that's something that is helpful. So if you started a Facebook group and invite like your super close friends, be like, hey, I'm doing this challenge. Amy Jo told me to do this thing. <laughs> and then just practice going live with a small group of people. Um, people who are nice and inspiring and encouraging. I think that is super helpful. Um, that's been helpful for me. So hopefully that's helpful for you. Um, but you know, you don't, gosh, do I want to say this? Sometimes I feel like it's good to rip the bandaid and do it. Um, but I'm also like, I have super high anxiety. So I know, you know, the stage fright and the fear and the confidence and all that stuff. So I get it. Um, so you need to do things on your own time, but, um, give yourself goals. So say, you know, by what's today, today is Monday. So say by Friday at 7 PM, I will have gone live somewhere for at least one minute. 
Give yourself small little goals like that and then work up to it. So, you know, confidence comes by doing. Um, so that's my two cents. <laughs> Podcast guesting. Yes, we're going to do a whole chat about um, traffic and all of that stuff. So being a podcast or, you know, um, doing a podcast tour, things like that. We'll talk all about that. You guys are awesome. Okay, perfect. So do you mean story in regards of how I got started with what we are doing? For example, if I'm selling Young Living, it would be how I came to start using that. So yes, you can totally start with that. You can totally go, um, on, so for me, I love essential oils too. Power to the oils. Whoop. Um, so for me, I I don't like using like over-the-counter drugs, pharmaceuticals, anything like that. I'm very much a natural person, probably kind of crunchy. <laughs> um, and so I you know for me going into using essential oils, for me, I'm like, I I know how I react to over-the-counter things. I will have every symptom under the sun. And so that was a big thing for me. Like I needed something that wouldn't give me horrible symptoms that worked for me. That was, you know, all of these things. So it doesn't have to just be like why you chose Young Living. It can be on the emotional, you know, physical factors, um, factors with kids. Like how do you want your family and their health? So like, you know, the health transformation of, what life was like before using the oils to now that's a big one and something that works really well with like um people who are interested in coming on board with essential oils um things like that so it doesn't just have to be like why young living but how you got started what was going on maybe health wise or um you know if you're building on the business side financially what's going on there so um yeah the and i i feel like vulnerability is everything but again share as much as you're comfortable sharing at this time for sure good stuff awesome you guys are so great you guys are awesome okay so for the prize <laughs> And that's a wrap for day two. Now, I hope you learned a lot about storytelling, the transformative journey, and really when it comes down to it, it's not just about the product. It's about your social media posts, the stories that you're telling, the podcasts that you're doing, the YouTube videos, literally everything is storytelling and everything should come back to taking that reader, that customer, the buyer on a transformative journey from where they are to where they want to be through the power of your product. So it's all about attracting them to you. Thank you for joining me on this second day of the 11 days of Digital Magic. Tomorrow, we are talking all about who is your customer and where are they? So once we figure out exactly who we want to talk to, what their pain points are, then we got to figure out where they're hanging out. Where are they hiding online? We're going to discuss all of that in the next episode. Stay tuned for day three. Aw, oh, man, this episode's over, but that's okay. You can come hang out in the Digital Product Female Entrepreneurs Facebook group, hang out with thousands of us making digital products, creating awesome, cool things, and selling them to the world. Come get inspired. Come hang out with us. There's thousands of us there, and we cannot wait to support you. Now, if you need some ideas on digital products that you can create and sell, go to herownmagic.com and download my freebie. It's 65 digital products you can create and sell by this weekend. It is waiting for you there. Go check it out. And you have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you next time. Go create your own magic.